Greetings and welcome to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Metric or standard? Fahrenheit or centigrade? And do the social benefits of space travel outweigh the environmental impact of combustion rockets? Stick around to find out our thoughts on these questions and more. I'm Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Get some. Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship. So we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. Welcome to another episode Now's the time on the show where we try to get to know the hosts a little better by sharing one or two things we've consumed recently that we really enjoyed. Jake, what are some things you enjoyed recently? Um, I consumed. Uh, I have. <laughs> um, I, in my day job, I sit at a computer all day, and I am fortunate enough to have a couple of screens near me so I can multitask, but it also allows me to. Um, have some uh screen time playing in the side or background so lately i've been watching some of a streamer called dr lupo uh and he's very entertaining he he has a large community of people that he plays with um but he plays uh, a couple of different oh jesus (laughs) he he has uh a couple of um yeah, he, he streams with other people. He plays games that are competitive. Uh, a lot of what he's been playing lately is a game called Escape from Tarkov, which is sort of fun to watch. It's um, it's like super uh, in-depth and um, detail-oriented. So it's it's a little... Uh, it hurts the brain a little bit, but, um, but it's like a first-person shooter. Anyway, I, I watch it sometimes. It's kind of nice to have in the background and... And he's a funny, funny character. So uh, I would check him out. Dr. Lupo, he's on YouTube. He streams on YouTube. Um, oh, and he does a lot of uh, charity work for St. Jude's. So so it's also he's also doing like some really good stuff in the world. Like he's he's raised a shit ton of money for them. So I try to escape from Tarkoving all the time. <laughs> <laughs> is he uh, an actual doctor? He is not. Oh, no, no. I think that's just a, a persona, which I, I think he gets a lot of flack about often. But. Brandon, uh, yeah. what did you consume? Yeah, what's 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 on the what's on the consumption? Um, I just finished uh, the there, there's a comic book series called That Texas Blood uh, by written by Chris Condon and Jacob Phillips. It's been going on since 2020, and they kind of do um, there's story arcs in it's almost like seasons of a TV show there. Each episode or each story arc is six issues long and there's 20 total issues. There's 18 regular ones and then two like Christmas specials that they call them. But, um, each. So like the first volume is six issues, second, six, and then third, six, I finished the third one. Um, and each, the whole story follows um, this sheriff uh, in a small made up West Texas town or county. And um, each story arc kind of shifts in time involving a case in his career. And it's really um, it's kind of neo Western. So if you like no country for our old man or like anything in the, Tyler Sheridan universe, like a hell or high water, Yellowstone, Sicario, that kind of stuff. Um, it'll be very comfortable in that Texas blood. I recommend it. Nice. 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 You're going to have to insert yeah, soundboard cool. effects for yourself, by the way, because we can't do it for you. Oh, uh, 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 there something about nerd. There you go. That's <laughs> what we're looking for. <laughs> uh, this week I had, a uh a first experience uh which is feels like the first yeah which it was 
I went to, and I had my first float in a sensory deprivation tank. Uh, no way. A place called Urban Float. Um, it was a it was a gift certificate that I've had for going on two years now, and I've just been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off, and I was getting relatively stressed out. So I decided to give it a shot, and it was incredible. Um, they, yeah. So you're you're in a there's like maybe ten inches of water in there. But they put over a thousand pounds of Epsom salt, so you have to float. It's kind of like the Dead Sea. So you get in, you get in there, and you just lay down. And there's so much salt in it that it forces your body to float. Uh, but they do they give you like floaties for the for the back of your head and and whatnot. You pick music that you want to listen to, which is like um, meditation or ocean sounds or birds or whatever you pick. I picked general meditation sounds. You can listen to music at the beginning of your float the end of your float throughout the entire process of your float. And there's a, there's a light in there and it'll rotate or you could pick a solid, a solid color light. I had the lights rotating, um, but it, it was incredible. I, I was very afraid to, <laughs> I was afraid to close the chamber because I have, I made them show me several times. I'm like, there's no latches on the outside. You're not going to like lock me in buried oh alive. God. Yeah. Uh, so I went in, I went in like super, on edge but uh i posted about it afterwards and it was one of the more incredible like i i I don't remember being ever that calm after something or relaxed like i got in my car to drive and i was like i uh, i don't (laughs) i might need to take a minute because i was just so relaxed i could be that guy like crisscrossing over the freeway like Like, you know the scene in um It's the scene in Roadhouse where the guy's driving down the road and he's like, like forcing people off the roads. I felt like I could do that and just be totally happy. (laughs) But uh, I posted about it on social media afterwards, and I have a friend that was super nice and reached out. And uh, she said, hey, I have 15 of these and I don't ever use them. Can I give you some? I was like, yes, cool. So I got some more to use. Nice. Is it uh, like, do you feel claustrophobic in there? Or do you have a little bit of wiggle room? Yeah, there's what's not, the size of those? There's not much wiggle room. They're like they're like a giant peanut size. Um, Urban Urban Float is the company. That I know there's several companies. To me. <laughs> they're like a big peanut shaped thing. Oh, okay. um, I had enough room to put my arms out probably halfway and I could touch the walls. Hmm. So it's big enough for it and a you know an, an adult um that's not like you're like sitting in a casket or no you're sitting in a big casket with a more head space hmm. but yeah oh nice one of those big caskets <laughs> <laughs> i mean you don't have to close the lid but i can see why they encourage you to because well, the that's light the, whole point. the yeah. light reflects off of it's all white and the light reflects off of it and you have all these sounds going but when i toured it of course, the girl who was giving me the tour is like, yeah, my boyfriend comes in after after hours. And I was like, oh, boy, here we go. But uh, the boyfriend comes in after hours and he has waterproof headphones and he'll pu- he'll plug into his phone and listen to Dark Side of the Moon and just float on like the rotating. I was like, that would be cool. Hmm. So if you have waterproof it- headphones, you can listen to whatever you want. But if you don't, you just float and there's speakers inside and it just kind of. Hmm. Do you kind of like get outside of your body or it took it took a minute because I was fighting it pretty hard, but I would say probably 20 minutes through I was able to finally close my eyes and open them. 20 but I minutes felt through. Wait a second. How, how long is the session? It's an hour. Huh? Do they like sound off an alarm or flashlights or something to let you know you're done? Yes. The filter turns on, which is kind of dar- jarring, like it starts circulating the water. Uh, but that's how you know, like, hey, your time is up because it's you're so relaxed, like even that throws you off. But it's that's their way of telling you, hey, your you know, your time is up. And it's it's intrusive enough that you wouldn't want to float with, you know, water circulating around. Do they change the water between people? I didn't ask. Yeah. What was the bathroom situation? <laughs> uh, just pee in the shower. You have to shower before and after. Because, I mean, you have there's so much salt. Yeah. 
like my ears were crested for a good a good while. I was like, why why do I have vinegar drops in here? Oh, that's why. Hmm, but anyway, um, separate sensory deprivation tank. If you ever want like to experience full relaxation, take it from somebody who went in skeptical and is a believer. <laughs> God damn That's it. a good one. <laughs> yep. Urban Float, you oh. can sponsor us at any time. Float on. Well, with that, why don't we take a short little break and we'll come back with some listener questions. And welcome back. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd like your question, comment, or horoscope read on the show, drop us a line at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or write to us on our socials. First question comes to us from... Real quick, complete side note. I saw something this week that uh, got me got me thinking. And it said, <laughs> it said, fuck your horoscope. Show me which setting you are. And you know when you have your garden hose and it has like the rotating like ball on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, are you mm-hmm. a gentle spray? Are you a mist? Are you a stream? Are you a shower? What would be your, we could save this for lightning I round, but. Switch between shower and jet. Not, yeah, yeah, me too. Using jet, yeah. <laughs> unless I'm watering something and then it's shower. I, mist I, if I'm getting the kids. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. The kids like to run through mist. But anyway, I don't know. What, oh, what about that about... one? What about that one setting that's like not anything that just kind of goes. Bleh, 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 bleh. You know, what yeah, I'm it's like about? stuck like between or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, it's like what is that for? <laughs> <laughs> This is the water waster setting. Yeah, it's a manufactured (laughs) defect that they just left on all of them. (laughs) (laughs) They just ran out of ideas. They're just like, I don't know. know, Just just call it like the 5 a.m. morning piss. (laughs) 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 Sweat's going everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us you're over 35 without telling us you're over 35. No, no, no. Oh, Christ. (laughs) Well... Diana writes, I've recently became very saturated in some online communities on Discord, and I've grown very close to quite a few people and even met some IRL. We met playing Fortnite. I feel as though these relationships are viewed as less valid than in-person friendships. What is your opinion on online friendships? My newfound friends are of all ages, and it sounds strange to admit some Some of my daily contacts range in ages 18 to 50. Am I out of touch with reality by having most of my friends be online? Is this the new normal? Good question, Diane. I was actually talking to somebody about this today. We were filming a job and she's like, how do you, she's like, how do you deal with being on technology so much? I was like, well, I prefer to throw it away. But she was talking about her kids and how they would have a sleepovers. She has a 14 year old daughter and like they have sleepovers or they come over to watch a movie and independently they all sit there and just like text with their friends even though they're all in the same room because they decided to meet up but they're like snapchatting with somebody else as the movie's on and i feel like that's just the new normal and it's i don't think it's i don't think it's right or wrong some people are just more I think it's a very good way for introverts, for example, to meet new people because it's a comfortable setting that they control. That's their environment. But I personally don't like it. I like to have the in-person face-to-face. I feel like we've mentioned Fortnite on like every episode in the last few episodes. Yeah, they just released some new skins. from them. It's like a it's I, I forget how many billions of dollars they're worth, but they're worth many billions of dollars. Uh, epic, epic games. Who makes Fortnite? I don't. Anyway, I, I mean, um, I'm relatively new to the game. I don't understand how you meet people because all I'm focused on doing is being number one. So I don't know how you like chat with people or whatever. Um, but I also understand we have a we have a close friend of ours that has a lot of friends um, that he's met on online gaming through World of Warcraft, for example, mm-hmm. which is still a thing um still but a big thing it's yeah there is there was actually an article today about how most everybody in china got kicked off their their accounts for some reason or another mm-hmm. but um i know it's like it's a good it's a good opportunity to to meet people because you're 
you're in the reality that you want to be in, right? You're playing that game to escape something or because it's enjoyable or whatever the reason is, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think, um, change is difficult for everybody. And I think there's a lot of, uh, disgruntledness around the technological change. But as I mentioned before, uh, when I work, I spend 100% of the, my time in front of a computer as does Brandon. Um, and a lot of Matt's work post all, all of your post work is done, um, on a computer and all of your marketing stuff, I would imagine is, is computer based or phone based or whatever. <clears throat> and so I think there's a lot of, um, uh, negativity around technology and the way the kids are using technology. Uh, I do think it's a natural evolution with the way they have made technology. They being like the big tech companies. Uh, one thing that I am adverse to is, or I, I am, I, I do have a negative thought about is the effort at which or the effort with which, in which, the effort in which <clears throat> companies try to um, take your time. And it sounds really malicious when it's stated like that, but that is what they're doing. I work for a big tech company <laughs> and that is their sole intention. They have deals with streaming services that their whole goal is to uh, uh, use all of your time or occupy all of your time. Um, people who manufacture phones, they want you on those phones as much time as they can. And so there, there is certainly a dark side to it. Um, that said, technology has been able to bridge a bunch of gaps, um, geological gaps. I know, for instance, myself, when I play games, I play games with people that I no longer live near. Um, and we're recording this podcast uh, bicoastally through technology. And it's, it's, it is our method of communication and it's our, it's our fun. Um, and so I, I think, you know, I think there's goods and bads, but, but I think that they're valid. That's, that's basically what I'm getting at. It's valid. And so Diana, don't let, uh, old timers or people who are adverse to change, um, tell you that your relationships are less than because we are in a different world. I would, I would say pros and cons, uh, with anything, but to piggyback on you, Jake, one thing that I, I know I would get ups i would be, i would go in cautious because i'd be afraid of the actual identity of that person i'd hate to be like catfished or this person is trying to be my friend for an ulterior motive um just because i'm not there in person you don't have that interpersonal connection with them but the other one would be put set set boundaries for yourself kind of view it like gambling right i'm going to go in you understand that your your friendships now are based around a game, right? So if you're spending too much time playing a game, view it like gambling. I'm going to set a time limit, set a budget, you know, and if those people want to be your friend offline, cool. Or are they only there to play games with you? Right. I guess it would be understand what the relationship is. What do you think, Brandon? I think it's all a bunch of nerd shit and jocks like me don't understand it. <laughs> but, jocks like me don't understand uh, it. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. No, um... Shocking, bro. Uh, I do, um... I, I do think, a, you know, a friendship is a friendship. You know, it, it's... If you consider someone to be your friend, they're your friend. You know, I, I don't think that there's a... You, you know, you have to have met face to face necessarily. I mean, you know, back in the day, people were pen pals like that was a thing. And, Oof. uh, you know, it, ancient so times, this is kind of a, a more modern version of a mm -hmm. pen pal relationship. Um, and then, you know, if, if you do meet them, you know, you, you mentioned, uh, meeting them in person. So, uh, I do think, I so, do think technology kind of demeans that like it, to talk to go in deeper about pen pals like i would go uh i think we've already established like our we grew up in relatively modest to low income households so like my parents never put on long distance calling for example and i would go to summer camp every single year and i would meet friends uh 
like get a girlfriend uh, or meet some guys that you wanted to like keep in touch with. And I had to go out and buy a phone <laughs> card. Gay! <laughs> I, I don't Christian I like church this. camp <laughs> church camp um but you know like you had to put in the effort you had to like try to plan a time hey are you going to be home at this time so I can call you I'm going to type in my phone card that I had to go buy with my own money or send you a letter uh, I, I do think technology kind of takes away a little bit of that special aspect to it like the excitement of being with your friends so I guess it's kind of a challenge, though, because this is built around friendships that are long distance as well. So I wonder how much of that is our perspective, though, because we we were in pen pal days or we were in like more um, restricted days. But yeah, we've also we've also been we've been in, in both. Right. We've been in the age where we could log on to Grand Theft Auto with our friends. Sure, but like, but we were also, but we have the original perspective of like, well, back when I was a kid, or even the perspective of like, um, the, like the nostalgia of pen pals, say. Well, it is uh, just kind of wild thinking about, you know, even just planning something with your friends back, you know, like when we were in high school, like no one had cell phones, or if we did, they weren't, you know. Yeah. very good ones or whatever yeah, but how do we even do that you had to like you ride your bike or hike your ass over to your friend's house and like i hope that they know that i was gonna be there mm-hmm. and then you show up and like no sorry they're not home you're like oh yeah we've, we've all been there <laughs> what? and then now you just like it's like oh i'm running five minutes late oh that's okay i got a table by the window or whatever and it's like not a big deal but yeah you know or it's an opportunity to cancel i'm running five minutes late oh good because i can't show up anyway damn it <laughs> it does make it easier to to cancel versus like if the, you just don't show up somewhere people think you're missing or were abducted now yeah. I, I will say <laughs> or that you lost I, that friendship that i think paired with covid it has the the ease with which to communicate with people has made it easier to uh be reclusive for myself so <clears throat> when there are opportunities to to duck out um, be, because it's so easy, uh, I feel like it's probably more, well, at least for me, certainly since COVID, it's been more of, uh, an, an actual option in my brain just because, um, I oftentimes get uncomfortable at least initially in, in social circumstances. I, I didn't used to be this way, but maybe you got um, some social anxiety, uh, that you need to start talking about. No, for sure. I, I absolutely get you on Fortnite. I absolutely have that. <laughs> well, but that's the whole that's the whole that's that's why I bring it up is because I do have uh, relationships with people that like my social my social circle is is in Fortnite and Call of Duty, which is and, and you guys. That makes it sound sad, but <laughs> but uh, but I'm happy, you know, well, and, I, and my family. I, um... you know. I do think probably at large, they probably are viewed as less valid, but I, I don't personally think that um, virtual relationships or what, whatever you want to call it um, are, are less valid because you do probably spend more time talking to these people than, you know, if you are playing daily or every other day or on the weekends, you might be talking to them more than you would be talking to your IRL friends. So I do, I guess I have a follow-up question to Diana is if like, do you, what's your end goal with the friendship? Do you hope to meet them in person? Or are you comfortable with the friendship the way it is? Like, do you have a, what are your intentions? With well, these, kind of with like, I mean, friends, no, when you, well, <laughs> no, when you go into when you go into this, are you just a, accepting like, hey, these are people I'll probably never meet, which is fine. I personally can't do that. I would want to say like, oh, this is cool. We seem to get along. Let's try to find a, like I'll fly to, you know, even though I don't like flying I'll you know, I'll come meet you in your country or whatever. And we'll go around. We have a we have, again, that same friend that we were talking about has done that in his, in, in his travels. He's met up with some of those, not not to meet them specifically, but it's like, hey, I play the game, this World of Warcraft game. I know that this person's in this country. I'm going to try to meet up with them. So that's pretty cool. 
that's what I would want to do. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen uh, or read uh, Ready Player One? Yeah. The movie was garbage, in my opinion, but uh, hot take for the night. But uh, the book was interesting. There's also a book that I haven't read all of. It's called Reality is Broken, and it's about how games um, uh, games, specifically video games, get uh, they tickle that part of the brain that um, makes you want to be more engaged. So there's like things like achievements and like incremental goals, which were kind of taught exist in real life, but they're much less satisfying and more difficult to attain. So it's basically like, you know, easy, ultimately easier to get to, but you get these little like awards or achievements that ultimately are pixels on a screen, but they, what they, the way they interact with your brain um, are really, is really impactful in a positive way to behavior. So anyway, it, it's a, I haven't read the whole book. I'm, I've been meaning to get back to it, but it's, um, it explores the idea that, that games actually get it right in driving people to do things. And with these sort of incremental um, achievements and I, anyway, I, I think that's an interesting avenue to explore. Okay. That can be your homework for next week. And then you can tell us about the consumption that you had of finishing the book. Ooh, good call. Are you, um, are you guys familiar with the, the concept of a, a third space or third place? Like, have you heard that before? Uh-uh. You ain't first, you're last. <laughs> well, it's, um, <laughs> I, I was looking up while, uh, Jake was, was talking, but, uh, it's, it's a concept created by Ray Oldenburg in 1989. But, um, basically it talks about, uh, one's home being the first place. And then second place is the workplace. And then third places are anchors of community and, I'm just reading this off of Wikipedia right now and facilitate and foster broader, more creative interaction. So a third, third places are like churches, cafes, clubs, bars, libraries, gyms, bookstores, parks, things like that. And um, I was reading something recently talking about how in is we kind of uh, become more capitalistic third places are going away and people are turning to virtual third places, which are, you know, chat rooms or games, things like that, because there, there aren't as many public spaces for people to hang out in anymore. Or if you're, you're at a pub or whatever, they want to turn over the table as quick as possible. So there's, those places are kind of going away, like neighborhood bars, things like that, or small Uh, barber shops. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because for, for me, that's really important. So is he saying that you have to classify these in orders of one, two and three, or they're just things that exist? Like, or is he saying one, one through three are those specific levels of importance? Because for me, two and three are equally as important. No, I don't think that's important. No, it, it's not important that exist. Yeah. It's just talking about three types of places that people spend most of their time. And the third place and, being the among the more creative and social. Is that what you're right? So yeah. um, I get the that. I, I, view of a third place has eight characteristics, which are neutral ground. Uh, people have little or no obligation to be there. They're not tied down to the area financially, politically, legally, or otherwise, and free to come and go as they please. Uh, a leveling place, conversations, the main activity. It's accessible and uh, accommodating. There's regulars, low profile, mood is playful, home away from home. Those are the characteristics of a third place. I think I think pubs like that still exist in probably small communities and in England. I've got a couple of English colleagues that have pubs or had once had pubs that and and, and it is properly a a place of community. I do wonder, you'd mentioned something about without political affiliation. I wonder if the divisive nature of our political landscape right now and how embedded it is in other elements of our life, like church and really any social location, 
I wonder how much mm-hmm. that is contributing to the de- demise or the sort of, uh, you know, like the less frequently visited places. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I wonder if it's negatively impacting that. It is. A, I mean, that is an interesting concept. Yeah, but anyway, I basically my my point is that yeah, the, you know, uh, there was a. a part of the question asking about the validity of, of um, these are being out of touch with reality. But I, I do think that virtual spaces are kind of filling this third space niche as real third spaces are kind of going away. Well, now, yeah, now you got the metaverse. You can actually like date in VR and everything. Oh, finally. <laughs> yeah. Well, there so, you go. Keep on keeping on. Make those friends. Are <laughs> yes, as you kill them in, in Fortnite. Yeah, teabag them. Slight, shoot them down, and then ask if they want to be friends. Yeah, hopefully the friends aren't that com- competitive because I could see losing friendships over that. But our next question comes to us from Chad in Austin, Texas. Chad writes, "Hey, QN." Had a bit of an embarrassing date last week, and I'm not totally sure how to handle it. Uh I've known this person for a while, and she and I agreed to officially go on a date. Everything was going great until halfway through dinner, I got hit with diarrhea. I was so embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) I decided to make up an excuse to end the date early. Have I lost all chances? How can one come back from an embarrassment (laughs) like that? Thanks for the advice. Oh, yeah. Chad. No. <laughs> no. Perfect. Beautiful. Well timed. Um you know I I've, I <laughs> Let's see. So you know this person, you've known him for a while. Finally decided to go on a date. I would say you've, I wouldn't say you've lost all chances, uh but I I would go back and be honest about it. Um I would be lying if I if I said I didn't have in this happened to me with an ex-girlfriend, but we had been dating for a period of time. Uh, but not to the point where she's like, an ex for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Cause I just <laughs> clogged her toilet and ran out the door. Never see her again. Never to be seen again. No, uh, it was like, it would have been one of those dumb and dumber moments where mm-hmm. I, I like, I would have just been like, Oh fine. Like put on some music, <laughs> watch, watch the trailers. We were getting ready to watch a movie. And I was like, yeah got that rumbly tumbly and i was just like oh you know i'm not feeling very good i gotta go home and we lived i lived like what less than a mile from her and it was it was one of those like it would have been embarrassing loud (laughs) smelly so i get where you're coming from end it end it early but i don't think you've lost all chances i just go back and be like hey you know what my stomach got really upset i was super embarrassed um want to go get pizza again Well, yeah, you, you can just say, you know, I, I, I got sick, so I wasn't, you know, and if, if she's that, a reasonable person, <laughs> she'll understand. But <laughs> that that date at Taco Bell really hit me immediately. I thought we had at least a couple hours. <laughs> I remember I mean, um, early in uh, high school, like going to uh, like the freshman dances or you know, like the, the homecoming dances or whatever. And I, Oh, I remember spending a lot of the time in the bathroom. Like I had like nervous diarrhea at those things, <laughs> <laughs> missing a lot of the dance because as I, we previously discussed with no doors on the stalls too. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Like I, I do, um, my, my nerves do affect me in that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> um when i used to perform i i would get nervous poos before uh before performances that was that was stressful um so yeah, never happens I, well, to, so, that never happened to me it's because you were nerves of steel rock solid rico suave um you yeah so chad i do think if it ha if you have the opportunity to go on another date and it God forbid it happens again. I do think in the moment is the time to be honest about it. Be like, hey, my 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 tumblings are rumbling. But <laughs> um but that's I mean, that's really how you 
it sure it's gross no one really wants to hear about it but that's how you that's how you find keepers <laughs> really because like it, at you know honesty is important well we also live in an age where like less and fewer and fewer things are taboo so just be straight up about it um but i'm also sorry to hear that because that's that sucks <laughs> well what's um there, there's a line in wayne's world where uh Wayne says to Garth, like, if you hurl and she comes back, then it was meant to be, or something like that. And that could apply in this case. I say hurl. If you blow chunks and she comes back, she's yours. If you spew and she bolts, it was never meant to be. I guess it's also oh. one of those public... I, let's talk about the nitty-gritty. Usually when you have diarrhea, it's pretty quick, right? So you like you could have, man. You, <laughs> you like nice, Matt. It's like you could have just gone to the bathroom, blown it out, and come back and hope she was still there. I don't know. I've she had, could have just I've ducked on the tab. I've had proper sessions of diarrhea where it's like it's like that <laughs> that never ending molten stream in Hawaii. It's like it just doesn't stop. Or or you or preemptively you take some go like preemptively five or six times. <laughs> yeah. And then she's going to preemptively you have a Coke take some uh... or something. <laughs> yeah, what if you no get an expensive bottle of wine, keep the cork, run to oh, the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's where you just keep like, oh, sorry, my uh, my kink is butt plugs. Here we go. <laughs> Red and sweaty. <laughs> oh, uh, you, uh, Matt, you had mentioned Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Jeff Daniels has a story of being a young actor and doing. Uh, dumb and dumber and and feeling shitty about it um because he was like yeah it's funny but like he also wanted to be a serious actor and i think i I, i'm gonna mess up the story i think but uh it was clint eastwood i think that approached him and he was like nervous and he was like hi nice to meet you clint eastwood and and he's like hey so dumb and dumber and and he and jeff daniel's like yeah yeah and he goes you know that bathroom scene and Jeff Daniels is like, this is my worst nightmare. He's like, yeah, I know. It was really stupid. He's like, no, that was me. And and uh, Clint Eastwood had a, I, I think it was Clint Eastwood, but he had a story that was basically like that exact story happened to him at some place. So anyway, uh, uh, Clint Eastwood does that shit, you know, and he's he's cool. <laughs> Happens to the he's best weird, of us. But he's cool. Or, or on, you know, when, if you get a second date, just take like four emodiums. That way you're sure nothing's coming out. Just block yourself up. Then you do, yeah, do all the do time. Do a ton of, yeah, do a ton of, uh, barbiturates or something too. Cause that'll stop you right up. Bunch of Coke and yeah. Take it. Yeah. Take a bunch substances. of narcotics. Mm -hmm, take a mm -hmm. bunch of Vicodin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that'll get you red and sweaty. Just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> just like rubbing your teeth the whole time. <laughs> anyway, I don't Plus, think you've. I, I don't think you've lost any. I don't think you've lost your chance. Just be honest with her, and then say, "Ha ha." No, if anything, you're closer to home, my dude. <laughs> and if uh, the date is really successful and you get married, it's likely not the first time that you're going to have diarrhea in front of them. So, just get it out of the way. But if you have diarrhea, don't let the date go too well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or just Chad? just let it just let it go, nope. man. Nope. <laughs> It'll make a great story for your grandkids that are ultimately had with somebody else. Speaking of straight uh, great story, um, this this uh, question, uh, I can't help but remember the elusive trout pub. In, oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> we... that was totally different context. <laughs> but if we need to rehash it whatever <laughs> i actually i don't think I, I don't even it's not mine to tell i only heard about it because i wasn't i wasn't actually present for it uh short the short story is um you get a bunch of late teens together and uh we're god damn it we're sitting <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting at this booth and we're eating at a big boy restaurant it's not fast food. Oh, a big boy restaurant. Well, it's like we, we're trying to be big men. We're yeah. We're like let's go have let's go sit down and have a meal, and 
we go in and I, I thought I had to fart and everybody can see, can see where this is going. And I like lean forward and just like my face went stark white. I was like, Oh God, it's like, I got to go now. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just trying to be funny. And it was, it was, <laughs> it's funny to everybody else except me. I guess it's funny no, now. I'm sure. No hindsight. It's funny, but I'm sure it wasn't as bad as that. It wasn't like I had the full act happen. It was just a little, little, Anyway, thanks, Jake. Anytime, brother. <laughs> thanks for hope that makes you feel better. Chatting his drawers. <laughs> I guess at least it wasn't in front of a. At least it wasn't in front of a date. You know. Yeah. What are we chopped liver? I wasn't there. Never mind. <laughs> Just a lunch date with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Good job. Okay. Chad. Good luck. Good luck, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of diarrhea, let's take a quick little break. <laughs> We're back. Uh, this is the part of the episode where we do the lightning round. Been oh. replaced. Been replaced by technology. Uh, but you, oh, you can still do it. Look it. I uh, know. I've been replaced by. Some, um, uh, you know what? So technology. I've round. never liked it. We're gonna ask each other. Damn kids. Okay. okay. Three, three, <laughs> three questions. We'll spend. <laughs> we'll spend a <laughs> one to two minutes on it. Well, in the spirit of Chad's... <laughs> okay. Lightning. Nope. <laughs> what, sec- what, what section is this? Uh, you know what? Can we put like when the thunder rolls on the background of this? When thunder rolls uh, and the lightning strikes. There it is. Oh, a little late on the... Anyway. Anyway. All right, in the, tri- in the uh, interest of is, catching up, leaving just... off with uh, Chad's issue, Brandon, traditional toilet paper or bidet? More bathroom talk? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I use both. Oh, you do you have a bidet at your house? Yeah. How is it? I have a bidet too. What? <laughs> bidet, mate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I'm a fan. <laughs> when I remember to use it, it's great. Except for I've got I've got it hooked up to the like there's no there's no pressure gauge on it, so you have to be really delicate with it because it comes <laughs> out at like <laughs> at like uh, it's like shoot your balls off or whatever. No, no, no! It's like It'll it's like your inside mouth. your 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 bottom <laughs> hole. Um, no, but it's it is it is great. And I have a uh, I have a uh, uh, family member who's from <clears throat> Eastern Europe, and she was like, "If you get shit on your foot, if you get shit on your shoe, are you gonna wipe it off with a dry piece of paper, or are you gonna hose it off?" And I was like. Well, you'll probably want to hose it off. And she's like, so why do you guys do that with your buttholes? Yeah. Like, All right. I see what you're saying. <laughs> but no need yeah. to make me feel bad. But when your wife, I, I mean, it, if I were to spray shit off of my shoes, it would be going back to the uh, the hose preferences. It would be like full on jet. I don't want that on my b-hole. That you know of. I guess I could, I mean, I could. What is that? What is that kink unlocked? Yeah, I I could be going I down mean, a rabbit hole that I'm just too afraid to admit that I'll like. You, you can change the pressure and like how it sprays and stuff. So I'd also be really apt to fuck with my, my kids or my wife with it. <laughs> just like because you can get them to be you can get them to be like warm or cold, right? I mean, you can get you can um, get nicer ones. I just have it hooked up to the to the well. I mean, to the uh, reservoir water, so it's it comes out. Yeah, nice. ours is just groundwater temperature. <laughs> I turn the you turn the brown eye blue. Whew. I. <laughs> um, that sounds awful. But <laughs> <laughs> you should you should get one, man. <laughs> we can change the whole trajectory of this podcast. So when you when you're setting it up, though, like how. How do you know where it's going to go? <laughs> Is this another lightning round question? No, we're just 
I'm just very curious about. It. I'm like, do, like no, what if it just? A, it, what, yeah, like, does it just shoot you in the balls at first until you? Uh, no, like, so it it's, calibrate. <laughs> yeah, how do you how, like how do you calibrate these things? I I think it's I think your butthole ends up being relatively. I mean, you have to like this is gonna become graphic, but you have to like adjust it. Like you turn it on a little bit, and it goes blue 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 blue, and then you're like, oh, okay, I have to move my butthole slightly to the right, and then it. <laughs> it's the sweet spot. I hate this podcast. So do you? Do you have to put like landing. You have to Ours put like, also has a has a front and back sprayer thing, so it'll spray like your belly button. What? <laughs> no. Like you There's can a have fountain. it. You can have it spray further On... towards the rear of the toilet or bowl, or more towards the front. So yeah, mine comes with a full like F sixteen joystick. Really? <laughs> no. Uh, no. I have seen them where you can you can like uh you know dial them in like like when you're changing the mirrors you can on make your it car. Like the Bellagio you know? fountain and sing it to music <laughs> and things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that does uh, seem uh, that does seem something something like somebody would be into. Yeah. They're probably uh, that probably exists. I'm going to go look it up after this. Well, if you haven't guessed, I'm traditional. <laughs> what does that mean? That means I wipe and then I get into the shower and I take the shower head off and then I turn it on and spray my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I come out and be like, is that traditional? <laughs> yeah. Every time I should, I uh, take a shower. I, every Don't you time, guys? Or? No, no, I'm no. Kidding. Every, <laughs> time I, every time I, I shit, I, I just, I, I hope that it's the perfect poo. That's it. I think we all do. That's just really satisfying. No, no, uh, no checking needed. Just, just pants up, walk out. <laughs> no, not really. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no. I, it a, a bidet is great. Um, it is shocking. It, it's something to get used to. I have yeah. seen some pretty hilarious videos of people that have taken their rear facing cam- or their front facing cameras and they film their facial reactions to using bidets for the first time. There's this whole compilation of it. And I got to say, it it actually turns me off to, <laughs> to putting because there's it is oh. something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, you, it is. It's shocking. Yeah, you, you do get used to it, but I. Yeah, I, I like it. So uh, you do have to keep in mind that it does like fill it. up the toilet bowl so you can't just keep it on otherwise you'll how much water are you using flow wait I mean, your toilet's not working right if that happens it's supposed to self-regulate your because there's a well, i guess depending on your toilet i don't know or you or you we've, or you need to i mean get something i haven't kept out. it on for that long to figure out but if your b-hole is that dirty that you need that much water you got other issues <laughs> i'm just saying uh don't you know, leave it on. Yeah. Well, while you leave it on, <laughs> if the spray starts sounding less like and more like, then it's underwater. You got to look between Stop. your legs. Stop. Yeah. Or if your cheeks get wet. Oof. <laughs> That's one of the worst. When it like, you know, you splashes down and bounces back up and kisses your cheeks. <laughs> Why did you say kisses? Because there, there's a really funny video of <laughs> it's an animated. <laughs> I think you've. I know you've seen it, Brandon. What I'm talking about. It's like guy guy takes guy takes a poop and it goes down <laughs> and it splashes up right, but the but the drop coming up turns into a set of lips and it kisses the guy's nutsack. <laughs> I don't know that I've seen that. <laughs> that sounds really. I'll good. put it in our. I'll check out our socials. I'll put it. I'll put it in our stories. <laughs> <laughs> that's imagine what I th- that's what I imagine a bidet is like. Anyway, uh Jake. Mm. Besides shooting cold ass water on your anus, what's mm. your kryptonite? I'll tell you, uh my kryptonite is a full bag of dry ass corn chips. Just regular old tortilla chips. And if it there's salsa, great. If not, uh, I'll just I'll just dry choke it down. And for whatever reason, I just can't stop. It's so yummy. Isn't well, kryptonite uh, like something that kills you or something that is your weakness? 
That's what I was thinking. Weakness. Yeah. Is that just, not what you were saying? Wait, a, kryptonite. Were, were we saying kryptonite like what would kill you? I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, now that you say that, Brandon, I was thinking more like what's your. Yeah. What's your. Well, we'll change the question. What's your guilty pleasure since you already answered? Oh, Jake. OK. Yeah. Brandon, what's what's your guilty pleasure? You just can't stay away from. Uh, kitty cats. Like you can <laughs> see behind me. Puss. Um a guilty guilty pleasure of mine is I, I do um enjoy uh like uh, the TLC reality shows. Mm. Oh, like uh how I won the lottery and stuff like that. Or um like uh ninety day fiance or married at first sight. Uh, or like on Netflix, they have like Love is Blind, like that kind of like trashy reality TV. Mm. I I will get sucked into it. Well, who's going to win The Bachelorette this time then? I don't watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette. I haven't uh, gotten mm-hmm. into that, but... Noted. <laughs> what about you, Sorry. Matt? Uh, my... <sighs> my guilty pleasure is like Mexican food. I get mm. so excited when you go past like a tienda or a taqueria thing. Mm-hmm, and me too. It's like getting going in and getting street tacos. Like today on my way on my way home, I was I hadn't had lunch yet and we got done filming and it was late and I was just like, ooh, I could stop by Super Taco Express and get it's like mm. Mm. and I was like, I just I look forward to it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, what's that? What's that? Uh, what's that? Um, Reno place, Reno place, Tamale place, Tamale boy. Have you guys been to Tamale boy in Portland? Mm-mm. No, it's really good. But <clears throat> speaking of Chad's issue, I've I've had really delicious tamales that have <laughs> that have ended in Chad's situation. <clears throat> That's uh, actually on the flight, one on a flight back on a on a, on a red eye back. So I, <laughs> I basically yeah. I my manager Gross. still talks to me about it in a negative way because she's like you, you that poor woman that went in after you and you basically ruined that plane <laughs> i was like okay that's a bit much but crash the whole thing <laughs> yeah there's too much weight in the back now <laughs> dear god that's the one mexican food i actually don't like is tamales <laughs> oddly enough Just, yeah i can't can't do mm. them i think it's a texture thing yeah um brandon oops have you ever had jury duty? Uh, yes, I've been called for jury duty twice, but was dismissed both times. That's the best thing that could ever happen. Well, one time I waited around all day, like eight hours, and I never got called. So it was a huge waste of time. Second time, they dismissed me right away. So I had the rest of my day to kill like it. Like I got there. I sat down, then they were like, uh, jurors number, blah, 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 blah. You're dismissed. And I was like, great. <laughs> Thank you for nice. profiling me. <laughs> Jake. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I've been dismissed once. Yeah. I've <clears throat> excuse me. I've been dismissed once and I have been on a jury once in Queens, New York. <clears throat> excuse me. Nice. That was weird. It was a it was a drug it was a drug case, and they were trying to pin. They they knew that this this sort of I'm this like super super low level guy was getting hit with this charge, and the DA was just trying to get him to crack and to spill the beans on the people above him. And it was very apparent that that was the tactic, <clears throat> but it ended up resulting in a guilty verdict. And um, it was very eye-opening to the justice system and the procedures that are currently in place. And I'll tell you what, I would not want to have to get tried by a jury. I think it's probably the best case scenario because you don't want some, you know, judge overlord situation judging you, but jurors don't give a fuck. People want to get back to their jobs. Um, People don't give it any level of importance. We added a year to 
this guy's like 13 year sentence or likely his 13 year sentence. We added a year just so that everyone could get out of the room, which is like fucking disgusting. It's a good way um, to add confidence in our judicial system. No, I mean, it, it <laughs> t- totally melted that. It was a, it was a, uh, it was a, what was that? <clears throat> what was that? What's that uh, play called? Um, 12 Angry Men. It was a, that situation where one person was, was holding out. And then they said, they literally said, in the interest of time, I'll go with what everyone else is saying. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't do that. Like, I don't agree with you, but, but I'll be in your corner if, if that's, if that's how we're getting, like, this is, we're talking about, cause we were, t- cause we were also talking about what likely sentencing would be paired with what they were getting charged with. Anyway, I don't have to go into it, but I've already talked about it too long, but it was very, um, opening and, uh, disheartening about the judicial system. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been on jury duty twice, one in Multnomah County, which was just the day, which is awesome. And then the other one was Clackamas County, which was in Oregon city. You have to be there all week for Clackamas County and you have to pay the meter in coins, which is fucking dumb. So you have to like ask permission to leave the room to go pay the meter. Cause if you don't, you're going to get penalized, but they were, wild. they were selecting grand jury for part of it. And all of these people, they were, they, they went through everybody to start. Like, is there any reason why you can't be in, uh, you know, if, is there any reason why you couldn't be on the grand jury? And I did have a vacation plan. I said, oh, I have, you know, there is, I have a vacation plan, but other than that, no. And, you know, they took their notes down or whatever, and I wasn't selected, but I did get called to go into a room at the very end on Friday. And I was thinking, fuck, I'm going to get put on a jury the very last day that I'm supposed to be here, hoping I don't get picked, but they go in and they, they give everybody these very strict rules. And I thought it was going to be a murder trial or the way they just were so involved with telling you, like, you can't look at them. You can't engage with them. You can't. It's like, okay, all right. So we go in there and they tell us what it is. And it's this father and son who has, have gone back and forth suing each other. And this is the fourth time that they've sued each other over business related things of a, some entity that they had Mm. that failed and they were suing each other for assets. And they were going through, keep in mind, I was, I think I was 20 or 21 at the time. Mm-hmm. And they, they were saying, well, what's your opinion? Um, they were asking each, each juror question, like, what's your opinion of this? And I just said, I think this is dumb. You guys are family members and you've sued each other four times now. This is crazy. And you know, they, they, they were like, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as they take their little notes down, I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to yeah. get picked. I am not going to get no, picked after saying no that. And sure enough, I didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> it was an interesting experience uh but yeah like you jake i don't have any confidence and i didn't want to be there so i was like fuck you guys i don't i'm gonna say whatever i need to say to well i to mean not they, be they here to I pick don't. people who aren't gonna yeah have too strong of opinions and like i don't know like what what kind of people are like oh yeah i'm totally neutral on the police and crime and you know like it <laughs> And they're usually yeah. 80 years old and they don't have anything else to do. So they say whatever they need to say to get picked. And they're like, hmm, huh, I don't know. Well, and and furthermore, the, the system, the way it's set up right now, doesn't lend itself to the intentions of the capitalist society that we all have to interact with. So like jobs <clears throat> will do the absolute bare minimum for you being on jury duty that was that's like required by the state which is like gutless right so you're taking a hit being there you're not getting paid regular amounts um so like everyone that i was in the jury with they were like they were like i'm losing money and most of them were like under under the table workers in queens so they were like like i'm not making anything being here i'm legally required to be here i'm the the outside of these walls the legal system is failing me and i need to you know i'm not pulling in any money right now and i gotta go get my kids yeah but chances are if you say that out loud you'll get to be dismissed pretty quick right but but you're encouraged right but you're encouraged to be honest about what the what the questions are that are posed to you which oftentimes aren't like well like for that example i was i was like you guys are family and you sued each other four times you're an idiot 
Like, oh, okay. No, for sure. No, for sure. <laughs> but, like I'm being but a lot of times, I mean, off. when I was asked questions, they were very specifically crafted questions that was attempting to not let people out of it. Like you could tell that they, they only wanted us to answer the questions directly. And the questions were very apparently crafted. Like they spent some time crafting them to make sure that you got as, as neutral of an answer out of people as one could. There were certainly people who were like, man, fuck this. Also, the police are bullshit. And they're like, okay, bye. <laughs> so you. anyway, yeah. All right. That's it for the storm round. I didn't say it. Still happened. Still mm. happened. Deal with it. Like that rolling thunderstorm at the tiki bar. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. Special thanks to Diana and Chad for this week's questions. Send your advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, qualified underscore nonsense on Instagram and TikTok or at QN Podcast on Twitter. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. <laughs>